Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hi everyone, Adam here with an announcement to kick off episode 28 of Goats and Dragons. You could say that there's good news and bad news. Uh, The bad news is that there is an entire episode of our Twitch stream that we cannot post on YouTube or in our podcast feed because we accidentally used copyrighted music while recording it. So, uh, unfortunately, you do not get to hear basically our entire epic battle with the Oni, who we were searching for for so long. Uh, That sucks. We apologize. But the good news is that I listened back to the parts of the episode that we have, and I am here to tell you all the exciting details. Um, I will try my best to relay them to you in an exciting way. Uh, Bear with me. And then the end of my little recap uh, will be followed immediately by the next full episode. So be prepared for that. And here goes. So the last episode ended with Vimeris casting Moonbeam on the fake Burbage Camp, revealing him to, in fact, be the Oni. And the fight basically starts immediately from there. Um, Early on in the fight, Burbage tries giving a rousing speech to get the caravan to join in the fight. Not only is he unsuccessful, but he also, in the process, draws the attention of the halfling guards who are searching for him in Sherstow, which is not good. Uh, Meanwhile, Stormbringer hates how much the Oni keeps moving around and escaping her grapple attempts. I say Stormbringer, but I think also Lena herself was getting very frustrated. In a very dramatic moment, the Oni hits a bunch of us with a devastating cone of cold attack. And I, Adam, had to remind Andy that Burbage has this magical ring that actually happens to be a ring of warmth that protects against cold damage, which Andy had totally forgotten, but he described the moment perfectly, saying, and I quote, Burbage, you don't even exactly know why, but your hand with the ring on it just instinctually, you you put it up just to resist death itself, and some of the cold sort of peels off around you. Burbage, if you did not have your ring, you would have instant died. No saving throws, nothing else. You would have straight up died. End quote. Uh, So that's intense. Burbage does end up frozen on the ground, but uh, still miraculously alive. Meanwhile, Netter and three of the orcs get frozen in place, and there's this moment where Narvi screams into the frost and then looks back at his family and sees that they've been frozen to the ground. Um, They do end up definitely being dead, which is, you know, very sad. Uh, The halfling guards that were rushing forward see this cone of cold attack and immediately turn and run away. Bunch of cowards. Uh, Vimeris casts a healing light over Burbage, and in this really nice moment, Vimeris has to hug the frozen body of Burbage so that he can also uh, get some of the healing. Jay says something like, it's just a bro hug, though, uh, which is, you know, adorable. Um, And then Vimeris transforms into a dire wolf. With the help of Vimeris' healing light, Burbage opens his eyes, his hand starts to feel warm again, his body starts to heat up rapidly, the ice is, you know, melting off of his face, and there's this brilliant blue glowing light around him, and he stands up, breaks the ice off, and says, Burbage. <laughs> Which is hilarious, right? Uh, but then Jay says, and I quote, I literally bring a paw to my face. And then I say, face paw. 
which is also hilarious uh, because facepalm. Um, but that didn't get as big of a laugh as I wanted. Oh well, uh, stick and move. Then the Oni uh, floats into the fucking sky and envelops himself in a perfect black sphere of darkness, and we can't see him. Um, Stormbringer tries jumping off the shield guardian, Azus, uh, that giant metal bodyguard that killed the abusive halfling father. Uh, she tries jumping off of his back up to the Oni, but falls to the ground. Uh, she then tries to provoke the Oni to come back to the ground by saying, Oni, more like phony, oh, which got a bigger laugh than Burbage, uh, but that's... Okay. Uh, Vimeris tries jumping off the shield guardian up to the Oni, but he falls to the ground. Uh, Burbage throws his lantern into the darkness. That doesn't do anything. The lantern falls and breaks. Um, at which point, three town guards attempt to grapple Burbage during the fucking battle, uh, which is ridiculous. You know, they definitely need to get their priorities straight, uh, but, you know, Burbage escapes them. Um, Stormbringer takes the Oni's glaive while he's up in the air, and then Burbage tries the whole running leap off the shield guardian to catch the Oni thing, tries attacking the Oni midair, misses, and also falls to the ground, at which point the Sphere of Darkness descends and envelops all of us on the ground so we can't see anything. Burbage rolls in a random direction and finds direwolf Vimeris, who he holds on to. They eventually make it out of the Sphere of Darkness. Charity manages to get a sense of where the Oni is within the Sphere, so he and Burbage use the sigil to communicate and triangulate the Oni's location, which allows Burbage to hit him with a walloping bolt, causing the darkness to vanish. Charity and Stormbringer and Vimeris all start beating up the Oni. Uh, Burbage hits the Oni with his short swords, but first he tries being a badass and says... Duck, duck, fish, uh, which is a little callback, obviously. Uh, the Oni mutters, How can this be? How can you possibly fight me? And then he turns invisible, which prompts some uh, opportunity attacks with disadvantage. Everyone except Burbage misses. Burbage is the only one who hits. The Oni turns visible again, and, the, and he's scrambling away, and that is when Burbage murders the fucking Oni. Uh, Burbage stabs him right in the crotch area and again trying to be a badass while also trying to do a callback says fish fish bird. <laughs> um, the Oni slumps to the ground and that brings us to the final copyrighted music free moments of the missing episode which will start in three, two, one. As the light leaves his eyes, he says one more time, There shouldn't have been. I suppose. Maybe I was the bird after all. <laughs> and his lifeless body sinks to the ground. Oh, quick, Oni also... Oh, is he dead? Yeah, yeah, what is it? I'm still alive, just barely. (laughs) (laughs) So just to be clear, you were the veteran. So is there no real veteran whose shape you were taking, or... Fuck off. (laughs) What an asshole. That Oni was an asshole, guys. Right, Neda? Oh, wait, Neda's dead. I'm just going to. <laughs> someone yeah, wake up. Are dead. I'm going to like someone wake up Navi so we can tell him that his forward. family's dead. 
and like and he didn't even get to die in battle hug you Burbage we could just kill him and not wake him up you think he'd appreciate that I like how no I mean, one's like listening to this. I mean, that's not a real thing, so I think that's Ooh, probably actually, fair, right? That sounds right? decent, yeah, to... to uh, just, then he'll broken. think he died in battle. Oof, well, you, you handled... You want me to go handle... in with the <laughs> I'm just... Okay, so, again, I'm gonna just, like, stumble forward. I'm hugging Burbage. And, like, look at you. I'm like, you all are safe? Yeah, are you safe? Are you Okay. I I did my job then. You did. You kept us alive fighting this yeah. stupid thing. I'll kick the corpse. Thanks, Charity. I couldn't have done it. I mean, we couldn't have done it without you. I'm just going to sort of slump to the ground tired. Yeah, I'm going to slump too. I'm going to slump right next to Charity. Um, People from the caravan have started to kind of make their way over uh, Bara and and the the um, red guard, yeah, red. Uh, Tellywood has drifted over. Um, coming out of the city, you see Roburn and the elves and other halflings have started to kind of gather around and and sort of chant a bit. Uh, you start to hear the sounds of merrymaking and uh, songs. Uh, of praise all of a sudden and someone has started a round of the Oni is dead, the Oni is dead and people are now grasp, grasp, grasping hands and, and cheering and uh, several uh, halflings are running over to the wolf and are petting him and are saying what a good job he's done and for the first time in a long time <laughs> you, feel, you feel excellent you feel my tail wags again the joy who's a good boy a joy that is overshadowed by this this damn demon on this tell me Andy tell me who's a good boy it's you (laughs) (laughs) oh man speaking of which you have all reached level five yeah. So, Sweet. so you've actually managed to bring this full like dovetail with me. He is a level five good boy. He is a level five. Good boy. <laughs> I'm also um, going to wearily pat like Azusa's yeah. shin. Thank you. You avenged her. And at this, something odd happens. He kneels next to you, and then crumples to the ground a, a lifeless shell of armor Andy, uh, I think no. you broke him Charity Andy don't do this it, uh, the halfling woman and her surviving daughter run to Azus and nod their heads in understanding of what just happened but you can see they are shedding a few tears what and, can you at least have How? him say the word Superman as he dies? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. And Charity, oh. something something now is bugging you. A little bit of the veteran of... Wait, why was the veteran with those people? Was there ever a veteran? And something far more deep. You feel for the first time in a while that... Bayhillet is a bit concerned about you. 
perhaps because you yourself feel your inclinations have dipped a bit from the god you've worshipped to the family around you. I, I, I can't I can't hear you if you're speaking anymore. No. no okay, okay. I was like what was, what, was, the, was, was, was there more to that? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have not only found out who the Oni is, you have killed the Oni that was plaguing this caravan. The cheers and joy and drinks that will be bought for you tonight in the taverns will be something special indeed. Why do I feel and so And that uneasy? includes tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. Thank you so much to everyone who played tonight. Bless you for surviving. I did not really want to kill you. <laughs> but yeah, I was right. gonna I was gonna I, try. I am at literally no more resources. <laughs> I've yeah. I, I burned everything trying to keep people alive. Yeah. And yeah. hurt it. Hurt it very badly. Yeah. Well from all of us at Goats and Dragons, we wish everyone an excellent evening. Good night. Night everybody. Bye. Good night. Don't let the Onis bite. Oh, God. Nice. Hello and welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where helpful goat gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of helpful goat gaming, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of helpful goat, Galway playing the tiefling warlock charity this time i wasn't expecting a rhyme hey everybody adam playing the halfling rogue barbers camp barbers camp hello jowls literally <laughs> like nixon here i guess i was like why oh, was bar. why is burbage camp futurama nixon <laughs> aru aru Lena playing the Goliath Barbarian, Stormbringer. Hi. Jay playing the Drow Elf Druid, the Maris. Hello. And you might notice a mysterious guest named Net, played by our guest star for this week, TJ. Hello, hello, friends and fans. It is my undying pleasure to be here. Hmm. Let's find. Well said. Mm. Well said. With that, uh, let's let's begin tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. transition I'm a DJ N- no he's, he's a TJ not you you're Andy <laughs> he, he's a TJ. I'm a TJ I said I'm a DJ oh god saying that only triggers me <laughs> alright last time on Goats and Dragons everyone killed an Oni right. <laughs> fair <laughs> That was it. That was uh, that was our recap for last week. 
Nice. Uh, <laughs> we done killed the Noni. Done killed the Noni. I mean, like, some people died. Yeah. You can make a thing about it. That's fine. So you, you've killed the Noni. <laughs> Uh, the town has come back out to greet you. Members of the caravan have come out to greet you and and thank you uh, for this horror that's been lifted. There's a an instant joy that's settled over the caravan and the town again uh, now that this beast has been brought to justice. Um, immediately following the uh, the the destruction of this of this monster. Uh, you would have been able to uh, search the Oni to see if there was anything on them. Uh, I want to know you, why it why I didn't detect its magic. Uh, yeah. So underneath its sort of like raggedy cloak uh, that it had on uh, is a, a very tight fitting uh, helmet. Uh, and now that you see this helmet uh, in this exact light of looking for something that might have hit it. You do recall, actually, in Fidero, there being a helmet in a magic shop that uh, you could not detect. Yep, I sure do remember that. God that, uh, damn it. This appears to be its twin, if not the exact same one. I'm just gonna pop that on my head. Beautiful. You have now a helmet of non-detection kick the Oni a few times. As all the halfling children are doing, uh, Charity, run in, kick the Oni a few times. Okay, uh, I'm just going to be yeah. spamming guidance on them as they're kicking uh, the Oni. They just feel like they're really getting in some good <laughs> kicks on the Oni. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, they're they're doing amazing. <laughs> does it, does it have any other loot? Uh, not besides the glaive. My glaive now. <laughs> Indeed, it is It is a fine, fine weapon Magical in nature, you believe Since it was able to oh, grow awesome. With him Yeah, I'll, If I cast Detect Magic Would I be able to maybe check on that? Um Yes, that It does appear to be magical But it's some sort of kind of Transmutation magic that You think would allow it to shrink and grow mm. With the Oni Okay, so it's so more. You're not sure how that magic would work, um, but I will. So let, you're not sure if you could tap into that again, but yeah. I will let Stormer know. Um, it seemed to have the same sort of changing shape magic as the Oni, since it changed size. I don't, I don't know that you'll be able to tap into that, but it is magical. And thinking cool. back, this this might have now also been the weapon that you saw on the veteran that was sort of magical. Charity, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. Andy, can uh, can Burbage go ahead and also search Theoni's body, see if there's anything else that I could, you know, yeah. steal? Yeah, give me an investigation check. Yeah, I'm happy to do that for you, Andy. One second. Thank you. Oh. That felt okay. Well, uh, that. Yeah. that felt oddly uh, aggressive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. Are like um, Oni teeth and fingernails like useful for anything? Nope. No? Okay. I want to still rip them off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he does have horns, too. Onis have horns. Yes. Yeah, I want Oni horn. 
Before Burbage starts to search the body, he kind of glances toward um, uh, Charity and kind of coughs and says, Guidance. You, you, you're going to see me wait until a small halfling child has like just finished their kick and then immediately guidance you. Fuck you. Ooh, ooh. Roll that defo. 20. Very nice. That's a 20. Uh, with a 20, you are able to find that he very much has nothing else on him. Oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> you are very sure of this fact. That he was hiding nothing in the rags that are his clothing at the moment. Burbage very casually stands up and is like, yeah, just, you know, making sure he doesn't have any other glaives or anything, you know. That's a good yeah, idea. that'd be a good idea. Halfling children are still petting you, Vimeris. Um, oh right, he's still a wolf. I'm like, wow, that's uh, weird. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I want the kids to stop, so I kind of shake them off, and then I transform back into my. Well, I guess I'm masked, so they don't know I'm a drow. Indeed. And then I want to get to work on getting this guy's horn off and his teeth and his nails. Sounds good. Now you maybe some chest hair if he has chest hair. Do they have chest hair? What? Yes. Yeah. What? Blue curly chest hair. Okay. Blue. So so Andy, is it something about characters whose names start with V? I don't. Know. Wait. What? I don't understand. In our other game, oh, character named Vareth is obsessed with right. taking off the body parts of their. I've got a jar of eyeballs. Destroyed. Yeah. Oh. yeah. A man anyway, of fine taste. Uh, the Maris. Uh, you go to the gruesome task of removing teeth and, and nails. What did the children think um, of this? They start to sort of scream. Oh, cool! A few of them uh, run away. And I mean, did so they're they... enjoying the show. Okay. <laughs> did they not react to him shape shifting out of being a wolf? Yeah, they gave a cheer when he did that, and then he immediately went right into <laughs> removing teeth. And they're like, oh, I'm God! Just, ah! I'm just picturing their faces going from glee to horror. That's great. <laughs> it is. I'm gonna kind of like starting to put take kids back inside the town now. I'm gonna kind of like walk I'm up no and like hero. shake Narvi awake. Yeah, yeah I'll go over there. Too. Well, where is it? Where is it's, it? It's dead. It's dead. It's dead. It's you, we killed it, Narvi. You helped. You helped murder it. It was a good oh, murder. Did. You did a good oh. job. Did he even get a hit? Okay. You got one, I think, yeah. Also, I think all of your family might be dead. <laughs> uh, and at this, he, d- he drops his weapon and sort of rushes down uh, to the rest of his frozen family. Church is going to the ground. Look at Stormbringer and shake his head. Ugh. What? Tact. Uh, and. I don't know what that means. He lowers his head. Uh, and you you almost see the beginnings of a tear form. And he shakes his head and nods briskly. Uh, and then slaps his chest a few times. Uh, makes a big sigh. And then walks back and picks up his weapon again. They died fighting a fearsome foe. It's how I would want to go. It's nearly how you went. Yeah. It's a glorious death. 
Would it would it be too much to ask if I can pry open Oni's chest and rip out its heart? <laughs> it's not, no. Okay. I want to start um, doing that now. Okay. Most of the caravan now has has disappeared. Uh Narvi the the orc. kind of gives you a nod and an understandable nod but then uh, goes to the task of digging uh, large holes um, Stormbringer's going to help him dig Can I search Nether's body for anything of value? Yeah, 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 he's he's mostly frozen, uh, but he's still got some, like a pouch and some pockets that are free (laughs) Create bonfire, like, just nearby Oh, okay, yeah, that helps melt him a bit do I need to do an investigation check? Uh, no, you don't need to for this. Uh, he does have uh, 15 copper pieces uh, and two daggers, one of them silvered. Hmm. Um, I will take those 15 copper pieces and I'll take the silver dagger, I guess. Why not? Why not? Indeed. Dead people can't use it. <laughs> no one can. Uh, so some time passes. Um, Vimeris, you're able to get out of this Oni pretty much whatever you'd like. Jesus. Everything. No, um... <laughs> just, just the stuff that might be worth something. Yeah. Stormbringer, uh, Narvi, and you don't say one word the entire time you're digging. Um, it's a very solemn sort of affair and you think there's even a bit of a ritual involved in how he's digging uh, so you try to match that cool. some of the rhythm and yeah uh, at, at one point uh, Minia Red uh, walks up to uh, you Burbage and says oh hey can I uh, talk to you for a second who the fuck is this he is the, uh, the dude we almost the cut the surly, finger off of yeah the surly dwarfs uh, guard Oh. The one we tortured. Oh, yeah. It wasn't really torture yet. We never actually got to torture No him. comment. Yeah. So he, he says to you, uh, look, uh, I mean, I'll expect a formal apology of some sort <laughs> from you guys soon. Uh, obviously, I'm not the Oni, as you can plainly see. Um, but also, I, I kind of want to make sure that some of the things I said uh, while you, you were questioning me uh, don't get back to Bara specifically uh, 100 gold <laughs> are you serious yeah you're, you're gonna oh god uh, one second and he'll he'll sort of retreat back to his cart and after a little bit uh, you see him coming back uh, he sort of rushes over to you with a sack he says, look, I, I got 75. That's, come on, that's enough, right? 75 gold pieces. Oi, Bara. Oh, God, come on, what do you want? What do you, I, I have a really I already nice told sword. you what I want. I want 100 gold. Really nice sword, you say? Fuck, and he pulls out another bag of about 25 and hands you both and says, fuck, yeah, there's, there's 100, all right? God damn it. Thank you very much. Just, just... You know what I'm saying? Just don't say anything to Bara, okay? Yeah, 
All right. I won't. Best. You got my word, okay. and I got your gold. <laughs> best, mm, yeah. Thank you. Best of okay. best of luck in your endeavors. <sighs> all right. Well, all right. Bye. So, what would you like to do? Uh, the hole is just about finished, um, and Narvi starts loading uh, his kin into the hole. Uh, along with the, he'll, he'll try to drag the oni, what's left of the oni over there too. Yeah, I'll help him with that too. I'm gonna ask him if he needs to bury the oni. Is is this important to the ritual for your family? Mm, yes, our ah. family will continue to fight his soul in the afterlife, so that he never will rest. Um. I'll help drag it over and if they're at the in the pits um, I will uh, reach down and in turn um, cast guidance and then resistance on each member of his family hmm thank you one more thing please kill me as well what okay I'm old. I am already hurt. And I will help them defeat the Oni in the afterlife. Over will do. And over and over again. But, Narvi, do you not wish to live on? There is nothing more for me. There are yet more no. battles to fight. It seems to me that you have lost a family... And those halflings have lost an, a large protector with a capacity for extreme violence. Mm. Do, do you think they'd have me? I think this ugly old orc. I think that you fought nobly to get revenge for their daughter. For all those who were lost, because you saw something that should be fought. Yeah, you and fought you as Azus did. Hmm. And you could teach them not to be racist. You could help educate them. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think any well, of being a little racist is probably good. <laughs> but okay, yes. Um, These are wise words that you speak. I would actually go over with him to uh, Moto and don't make me flip through like six pages of notebook to get to the mother's name. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, Shenley. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, you walk over and you introduce Narvi again to them. Uh, he bows low uh, and presents his sword uh, to her, uh, and she graciously accepts his help. Um, yeah, I'm also it's a touching moment. I'm going to whisper to Modo. There's a lot you can learn from this one. Oh, awesome! Yeah, thanks. You can add death pits to your bag of pranks. Oh, that would be awesome. I'm not sure death like, pits are I pranks, like, you guys. I do like death pits. I like yes! them too. <laughs> They're not pranks. Golly, so happy. <laughs> All right, uh, so the Furbolgs have brought out food and drink for everyone this evening. Uh, everyone feels a bit inebriated as you wrap up the evenings. Uh, issues and, and, and head to your wagon to go to bed. I'm also going to 
as I'm sort of wandering around the battlefield, uh, pick up Stormbringer's axe that was damaged and sort of hold yes. it out towards uh, Vimeris. Like, you can fix this, I think. Oh, you're right. Is your, like, ar- elbow deep in Oni blood? <laughs> yeah. There, it's it's official now. Okay, then I'll go hand it oh, to Stormbringer. Vimeris. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, Vimeris, what, what pieces did you end up taking? Uh, okay. So, fingernail, brain. Uh, do you think the hair is worth anything? Probably not. Okay, so. Some teeth, definitely the fangs. The the heart, definitely. The horns. The horns. Uh, should we take its eyes, too? I mean. Eyes are pretty good. I really hated this guy, so I'm going to take his eyes too. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. Somewhere in a different place across the, across. I'm taking the- his teeth so he can't smile in the afterlife. Oh, he's Narvi's not smiling now. Somewhere across Narvi's the. Narvi's like laughing. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere Narvi's across the. Narvi's laughing. is smiling. This eyeless, toothless, fingerless, like beast has to fight this guy's family, and he's just giddy. He's absolutely giddy. Who I like to think also permanently have the benefits of both guidance and uh, resistance. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Um, that's it. Andy. Yes. uh, Netter was a halfling, correct? He was, yes. All right. Um, So as we're all, I guess, getting ready for bed or whatever, I am going to go ahead and I guess just kind of talk to the group. I'm assuming Burbage is drunk by now. Hey, guys. Could you do me a favor? Help me strip Netta's corpse and put some of my clothes on him. And then we can burn the corpse, and that way when those halfling guards come around, we can tell them that I died in the battle. And then they won't look for me. It's so a, Vimeris is a little sloshed, too, and he's like, it's You're a, brilliant! It's, it's a ruse, Stormbringer. I am not sloshed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, right. a, it's a ruse. He's he's lying. It's to get them to stop chasing him. Well, let's let's do it. Vimeris ah. Charity, you take off the clothes I'm, I'm currently wearing. Yeah. While I take <laughs> off... You should just take off your own clothes. No, I'm going to be taking off Netta's clothes. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> so Vimeris has started to strip you. Yeah. What do you, you, want, me to, you want me to let people on fire? No, I can handle the, the fire. Way. It's right, what I do. I'm taking off Netta's clothes. What What I do I see, so Andy? Uh, Netter is covered in tattoos, very specifically meant to be hidden by normal clothes. Oh. What are these tattoos like? Uh, they are lizards, uh, like little geckos and chameleons and, um, yeah, just like lizards wrapped entirely around his torso. Oh. Um, it's actually quite... Huh. It's quite what? It's beautiful. <laughs> the tattoo work. Can I make a check and see if I think they have like any significance? Sure. Yeah, I would ask. I would ask others if they if that means anything to them. Yeah, give me a history check. Ah, uh, no, not that you can tell. I might, it's. 
I might also check to see if I can think of any like uh, magical rites that this would be a part of. Uh, please give me an arcana or religion check then. Can I do an, a history check? I fumbled. Well, mm. my bad. Yeah. Uh, the first one was a 20. Uh, Charity, you are really sure that there's nothing magical about them at all. Uh, they're just tattoos. You've never seen them at all. Uh, and okay. Vimeris, uh you think that there's a bit of a tie-in to kind of an old religion uh, that like to worship um, like the small animals of the earth and this in particular um, feels kind of ritualistic in its in its design okay I, I share this with the group cool kind of kind of slurring my words together as I do it yeah that's really interesting thanks for Maris all right let's put my clothes on him and burn this body Okay. Are you still naked, just trying to burn his body? Please put on your clothes. Yeah, I presume I have some other clothes somewhere, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, actually, actually I'll, I'll, I'll give you my robe, but I'm still wearing my mask. So now you're naked? Or, no, he's not naked well, no, when not he takes naked. the robe off. He's got clothes on. The robe goes over. We've been over this before. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's it's very confusing. I still loved the fact that you were literally picturing like a naked drow just strutting through the streets of Fidero for like two days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. You guys are able to, uh, with the help of charity, especially burn um, burn the kind of remaining yep. body of Better. He's All right. Now that. let's let's put him over here, and we can put up like a little sign right next to his body that says like R.I.P. the Burbs. <laughs> okay. AKA he never lived. That way. It doesn't take you <laughs> long to make that sign and put it up next to him. Yeah. Alright, now I'm I'm wearing Vimaris's robe. Yeah. What does it smell like? Ooh, good question. Ooh, we've been traveling a while. <laughs> it can't be good. I mean I was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, probably, probably dank. Gross. All right. Well, I'm gonna go pass out in the wagon. Hopefully, this convinces those guards that I'm dead. You know. What if the guards don't see this? Wrong wagon. Oh, where's our wagon? <laughs> Uh, what if nobody right. sees this? Why did we just burn this body in the middle of nowhere without calling anybody here? Well, your job, it'll be fine. Your job is to stay here and tell no, the halflings. No, it's not. Your job is to come in and get I some rest. I can do it. For the love of God, let's all just get some rest. <laughs> I forgot can, you were here, Stormbringer. They can find the <laughs> oh sign later. You are so great, Stormbringer. I loved. You. I love you. You, I consider you. you like a like a big sister. Emphasis on yeah. big, am I right? It, I'm big. Haha, <laughs> I in, get it. In in your head, Stormbringer, <laughs> you're going to hear Charity's voice from the message cantrip. Please pick up the drunken halfling suitcase and bring him to the wagon. I'll, I'll nod at Charity and pick Bourbon up. Thank you. Are these camels? Come on, Bourbon Hi, camels. <laughs> Hi, camels. How are you doing? I'm carrying him to the wagon. All right, being carried away now. (laughs) Bye. I'm still waiting by the by the burning body. I'm gonna. You're gonna hear Charity's voice in your head. 
please get into the wagon. Please. Vamaris! God, it's like hurting cats. <laughs> Can I pick up Vamaris under my other arm? I know he's a full-sized person, but I'm. But able he's to also like an elf. Well, I'm only like five-five. Yeah, five, he's, if he's if he doesn't okay. resist, yes. So I'll carry both of them to the wagon. All right. I'm like limp. <laughs> I choose this time to fall asleep. No, I don't fall asleep. You start <laughs> meditating like while d- draped over Stormbringer's <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> I'm just picturing Stormbringers like firemen's carrying you and just holding Burbage up sort of by the back of his spare clothes. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Stormbringer, you deposit them in the wagon. Uh, awesome. They immediately fall asleep. Oof. Uh, is there a watch set tonight or is everyone just going to rest? I drunkenly put up an alarm spell. <laughs> <laughs> but he sets it on the alarm. wagon, and yeah. maybe I accidentally do set it. So like, he sets it for PM instead of AM. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is the kind of alarm you meant, right? I'll, <laughs> no, I don't I'll, think so. But yeah, I'll take the first watch. Um, Stormbringer, perhaps you can take the second. Then sure. Burbage, then Vimeris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they'll be sober by then. I'm not drunk. Of course you're and not. I, uh, and I go back to sleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the watches go very smoothly. Everyone seems exhausted with this very heavy weight lifted off of them immediately. Uh, Stormbringers turn to watch and Charity goes to sleep. Um, I need everyone to then hop off, please. Except for Charity. Suspicious. Goodbye. Hopefully not forever. Don't die. Whatever's going on. Charity. Yes. I think they're gone. Um you awake in a a land of, of pure white again, though though it is getting slightly easier each time you come here to sort of focus on the land around you. Um, and, and, and something feels warmer than normal, even being here. There is a kind of a slight gust of wind now that you feel, even though you are still floating in this generally empty space. I will. It is quite beautiful. I will kneel, as is my wont. As you kneel, um, a figure appears uh, before you. This is the voice of Behelet that you have met before. He sort of pulls himself up to his great height uh, and says to you, A man who serves two kings does justice to neither. Bailit's charity. <clears throat> I'm uh, respectful, even reverent, but Charity's not crying as he has been almost every time before, and he seems much less overawed than often. Um, uh, respectfully, I serve no king, 
as you serve as the voice of Our Lady, so I was told to serve as her charity. I was told to go into the world, to understand that there was light in every creature. I was to nurture and develop that light so that they were better off and that they might develop it in others. And for those beings, twisted evil entities that would glorify and enrich themselves, I offered the purity of the cleansing flame. That is what I served. That vision of beneficence, that that purpose and sense of belonging. My family has purged an oni from this world, one that snuffed out lives for fun, for greed, for pleasure. One that would have extinguished as much light as it could merely to say that it had. I could not have accomplished this alone, even with my lady's powers. But with my family, I was able to. In my family, I have found light that others ignored, light which can bring light to so many others. And I have found purpose anew, belonging anew. But that purpose is the same as ever. I am the light and the flame that will kindle others. I will protect the innocent, and I will protect my family. <laughs> it is admirable that you protect. But you protect those whom Behalit deems worthy. You burn those Behalit deems unworthy. You are a beacon to the world pointed in the direction Behalit alone desires. The light determines worth. The light that Behalit herself revealed to me. This revelation, this is why I cry every time I come to this place. And at that, you do see a couple of tears. I'm, I'm reminded of the beauty of seeing it in others, in myself, for the first time. Tell me, O oh voice of Our Lady, why do you serve as you do? What beauty motivates you? This vessel, like all my vessels, has no personal desires. He has no will besides my will. His voice is my voice for all intents and purposes. I expect you to one day see that mine is the only. Mine is the only. The... the the only what, my lady? Everything. Protect those I put in front of you. Purify those I command. I worry that when the day comes and it is time for you to purify Mr. Kemp, I am not sure you will. And I must be certain. Charity has visibly stiffened at this and is almost rising out of his kneel position. There is light in Burbage, my lady. He has demonstrated that many times. Indeed, it is perhaps Burbage more than any other that has brought me to understand what you first taught me. I have worked with the beaten, the powerless. I have seen the indifferent mighty, those that repress and demean. But Never had I seen one who, while so self-interested and, uh, um, distasteful, was also so cap capable of light, caring, goodness. 
Uh, you think it's not a ruse? <laughs> Interesting. The Oni would have learned from Mr. Kemp's lies, his deceptions. Ask him about his boyhood love. The ruse only to get closer to the assassination of a ruler. Even a child may pretend to be good in order to get a sweet charity. Enough. Think on it. You will serve light and goodness alone. Attached to purity and charity. Or you will be sullied by those around you. I've asked you to help Vimeris, not because Vimeris is good, but because there is greater good at stake. You will be mine alone, or you will no longer be my charity. There may be something of your father still in you, and it sickens me. That this charity has actually just stood up to his full height and is smiling slightly. The voice of Behalig Grog gets a little closer, then sort of floats a bit closer to you. A child may pretend to be good to get a sweet. That That is true. Or they may actually be good for a sweet. Or indeed, good regardless of the sweet. They may even give the sweet to a child that has none. And they may be good to avoid being beaten by one more powerful than them. A ruler may be a tyrant, a madman, a villain that devours others' lights and festers in their own greed. It seems to me that the world could use fewer rulers sometimes. I am the light and flame. I protect those who cannot protect themselves and burn to cinders those who would harm the world. I am not sure I believe that any can be pure. But I am bound to charity. For I am charity. My family's charity. You are my charity, or I will find another. Prove. Prove to me you are my light alone. You have one day to kill Burbage Kemp. Purify him in my holy fire, or I will withdraw myself, my power from you. Our pact, that source of all that you are, will be finished. Your father was more correct about you than I had thought. Prove to me what you really are. And at this, Charity, the white light disappears from around you, and you see the surroundings again. It is, it is Federo, recognizably Federo now. The voice of Behalit is completely gone from you. And as you look around, you see faces and figures walking along. You see Vimeris walking the streets with his mother. He's just a child now holding her hand. And now you are whipped back to your wagon in Sherstow. And we'll pause just a moment as we get the others back into the game. Hello, others. Hello. Hi. Hola. Everybody back on? Yep. Yes. Adam. Adam. 
Does Vimeris notice anything strange? Yeah, just a second. I'm here, I'm here. Uh, yeah, okay, good. Okay, so I think we have everybody in the party. Uh, Everyone is asleep, and you are whipped back to the wagon, Cherokee. Do, do I feel like she can still hear me? Or the voice? Probably. So I'm just, I'm actually almost shouting, I don't need 24 hours. I am the light and the flame, and both can shield. They shall shield Burbage Camp. Oh, and duck, duck, fish. <laughs> and, and at this, all of you waking up to charity, sort of screaming at this. It, you notice that the eye patch had come away, but is now forming again slowly. Uh, kind of a, a whiteness in his eyes is dulling just a bit. Uh, light that seemingly was just all around him, surrounding him, is now also sort of faded. And the wagon is again dark. Charity is breathing heavily. Uh, Charity, what's going on? Yeah, hey Charity, what's, uh, what's, what's the apps? We may have some issues. What sort of issues? The sort where a multiplanar being with nearly godlike powers that grants me those might have just told me that I have 24 hours to kill Burbage. I will fight that person. <laughs> All right. Wait. Okay. Hold on. I'm so. Where is this planar being? I. Well, a different plane. That's what planar being means. I'm going to punch them. That may be necessary. On Roll the other hand, roll. I think that they're also multiple stories tall. I'm still going to punch them. Roll, give me the tech roll. Who? You're punching. Please but don't. I don't see them. I don't have a target. Please don't punch uh, me. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Alright, uh, am I still sleeping? A, a bit inebriated, but awake. No, that was Burbage just saying that. Oh. <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish you were, Burbage. So, you all know that I serve an entity known as Behelet. Yeah. Vimeris, you know that I was bidden to have you see through your purpose to help you in any way that I could. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been told that that was not because you are good. And I've been told that Behelet's plan involves me killing Burbage. I... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Go, go back to that first part. It's not because I'm what? Good. Can you elaborate? I, I no, that that's literally what what she said to me. She just said I that she she told me to help you not because you were good, but because there was something else at stake. Yeah. Hmm. But she also also uh, more for you in a second. But okay, okay. But, but she wants you dead, Burbage. All right. Wait. Who, who are we talking about? Marguerite Magpie. Who? Uh, is Marguerite a multi-planar being? Do I think that if I just start slapping Burbage, it might get him to sober up some? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I'm just going to be like, I am cuffing Burbage now. Ow! Oh, charity! 
Behelet. Behelet. Multi-planar godlike power. Wants you dead. Wants me to kill you. I told her essentially fuck f- off. Well, technically I told her duck duck fish. I don't know what that means, but since you said it, I assume it's really insulting. <laughs> All right. So okay. there could be some issues coming up. Okay. Also, why did why did I see you with your mother in Federo? And now I'm pointing at Vimeris. What? You were a child. Uh, you didn't... You, you weren't taller than her waist. You were holding her hand. But it was Federo. Long before I had ever seen it. I don't recall that. Wow, sounds like there's some really fascinating, maybe some backstory to Vimeris that we can explore after we deal with this weirdness about you trying to kill me. I'm not trying yeah, to kill so you! I'm not going to let anyone kill Burbage. And right. I'm not going to try to kill Burbage. So but I, I'm going to deal with this if you don't tell me who to punch. I am awake there and sober no, now. There is but no I one here to some, punch. I need some clarification. So when you say... So is... Is Behelet the multi-planar being who told you to kill me? Yes. Oh, man. Oh, is this about that w- that joke I made about with her name? Bop it. <laughs> Twist it. Behelet. <laughs> I'm just going to clutch the side of my head. I doubt it. Did she say why she wants you to kill Burbage? Um... I think that there was kind of a split of reasons. It seems that killing Burbage generally, not sure the timescale on that, was always part of her plan. She hadn't shared that part with me. The the part about killing him with the one-day deadline was to prove my loyalty to her. All right. Okay, well, listen, Charity, <laughs> I might have been drunk last night, but it seems like you were the one who was really out of it. We have a fake dead Burbage buried right over... Not even buried. Why didn't you just go with the plan and tell her, oh, Burbage is already dead? That was the whole point. multi planar godlike powers... So, so I totally know what that means, but if I didn't, could you explain it to me in a different way, maybe? You have seen me burn someone alive from the inside out, yes? Yes. That yeah, is m- the merest shard of her power granted unto me as her charity in this world. The healing that I've provided you is a shard of her power. Now imagine so, uh, all those shards uh, put together. If you don't do this, you lose your power? Yes. Or your life? Certainly my power. Certainly my power. Okay. But that's... So that's fine. We, I, we I, don't even know if she's all bark. I, Vimeris. Multi-planar, <laughs> godlike... What is it? Cherry Towers. <laughs> powers. So you you lose your powers. By powers, do you mean that weird thing that you do with the horn on your head? I've never really understood what's no, hap- I mean what your the, deal is. I mean the stuff that keeps healing you and oh, hurting the people you? that are hurting us. 
Oh, that's you. I thought that was Stormbringer. No. I don't I don't know I'm how to just, do that. I'm kidding, Charity. I understand you're very powerful being. All right. Well, maybe I could like pray to Behelit. I wouldn't recommend some, that. Uh, I would not recommend making any kind of connection to Behelet. I would. So, what would you recommend? (laughs) Sorry. I gave her my answer. I will defend Burbage with any abilities that I have. I will not be killing him. Do you think she's going to attack him? No, I do not believe so. Otherwise, she would not have asked for me to intervene yet. She may. She has. She has other forces in this world who may attack us at some later point, but I have the sense that she mentioned if I would not prove that I was loyal to her, she would find another charity. So, I suspect that... There is no other charity. That was actually one of my points. Thank you, Stormbringer. But I... No, that rather more I meant that that was one of the points I gave back to her. I told her that I am charity. I am my family's charity. I I will not act against any of you. I will protect you as best I can. And if that means that I lose my powers, I I hope that I might still travel with you and be of some use. Of course. Wait, wait a minute. Guys, charity, I mean, look, I, re- I appreciate your willingness to defend me against, you know, a god, but... You know, come on, you've, we've only known each other for what? Four to six weeks, depending on time fuckery? I really, I don't know, it makes me feel uncomfortable that you'd sacrifice your powers for me. Why she don't... also told... Remember when I was coughing and poisoned? Yeah, that was gross. You're coughing she up merely, black mushrooms. She merely told me that I should seek out Waxword. She failed to mention to me that he was the one who had poisoned me. She also mentioned that her other servants have, like, the, the servant I was speaking to, like all of her servants, possess no will outside of her will. I really don't want to be a mind slave. She sounds kind of like a bitch. Yeah, she sounds kind of manipulative. Yeah, a little bit. Starting to get that. I will healing. fight her. I'm going to reach up and pat you on the shoulder. Thank you. I'm hoping it's not going to come to that. Why? I'm going to look at Burbage and almost as if signaling him to do it in time with me. Multi-planar godlike powers. Godlike powers. <laughs> Stormbringer, you silly goof. Come on. Well, it just but sounds I like, like the, a talent. But I like this, but I love the sentiment. Thank you. I... I'm, I'm sorry for having woken you all. Um, we, what time is it? It's morning now. Yeah. I, uh, huh. Well, I think we'll just find out what happens when it does. So, what was that about being told to help Vimeris? Oh, did I know about this? No, uh, no my, my lady had also given me a vision at one point that I was to help Vimeris with his purpose. What? Vimeris, what's your purpose? Uh. No, um. 
<laughs> Worst first date ever. <laughs> so, like, what's your purpose, you know? Well, I have no clue what Behelet means. I don't even remember ever setting foot in Federo, but it could have happened. It was a long time ago. I thought your purpose was to like to to, uh, to avenge your mother or something, or maybe so, to uh, kill your mother. I think there was also something about saving Federo in there. I think his mother's think, dead. Didn't you I see think, your mother get murdered? Yeah, she's. I said Federo. <laughs> yeah, the, this is in response to Stormbrand, oh, okay. who said <laughs> that maybe Vimeris's purpose was to kill his mother. <laughs> At the mention of my mother, I kind of go quiet. Okay, so something to do with your mother. Uh, and Charity was supposed to help you, but now Charity's like, fuck you, Bahalet. So I guess we're not supposed to help you? I don't need think we need to go that far. Okay. Guys, alright. Is there a way to make the Oni shapeshift into me again. It's dead. And gutted. Yeah, but like sometimes dead animals will still like twitch a bit, you know? I think there's a difference between twitching and casting an incredibly high-level magical effect. Vimeris, did you take the Oni's brain? Mm. Yeah. yeah. You didn't say you did, yeah. This is going to dark places. <laughs> you could, we could poke the brain in the part of the brain that controls shape-shifting until the Oni turns back into me, and then we could kind of, like, prop it up and stage a scene for Behelet. Burbage, 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 Yeah. What part um, of the brain controls shape-shifting? Oh, probably, like... <laughs> The middle part. The, I mean, we can just the middle part. Talking. You mean this area right here? And I pull out the big brain, and I'm like, "It's huge, right? How how big is this brain?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's like three pounds of large bulbous muscle and stuff. It's only muscle? three pounds. <laughs> the Oni's brain well, had like, muscles. Yeah, it had mus. It it was like working out. <laughs> He seemed kind of dumb. It's, but his brain was was full. It was good. The yeah. Oni is a, is still just lying out there, right? No, it's in no, a no, pit. No. Yeah. yeah, they buried it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. All, all, all right, guys, uh, that plan might not work. Why? I didn't think it would. It seemed like a good plan. I'm gonna look at the mirror. Thank you. There's a there's a knock on the outside. Side of the wagon. Ah! How can I help you? Oh, hey, it's uh, just letting you know that today's the day. If you could uh, be at the docks at like nine, uh, we can load we can load up our our, our ship. Nine in the morning. Who is this? Go on away. This is Tellywood. Good. Uh, yes, thank you. Of course. Right. So that's that's in about an hour and a half or so. So just I know you had a late night. I just wanted to yep. let you know. Murdering an enemy. Yeah. We'll be there. Hey, Tallywood. Uh, y- yes, Mr. Kemp. I couldn't help but notice 
that you weren't helping us kill the only last night, despite the fact that it killed, presumably, your lover, the Akakra. Did you not see me? I, I was, I was next to the halfling. No, I, her daughter. I don't think any of us saw you there. Yeah, I was Did protecting, I was protecting them. I didn't see Tully there. Inside Stormbringer kind of remembers that she was up there. Yeah. And am I, I'm inside checking her. That seems legit. Yeah. She seemed to legitimately have been protecting the halflings. That, oh, that is good. I'm glad that well, they were able cool. to make it through unharmed. Yeah, that's good. Sorry to, for calling you out like that. See you on the barge. Okay. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to finally share my vision with the rest of the party. I'm also just before as he's doing that slash before he does it, I'm going to cast remove curse on my fingers. Oh, lovely. <laughs> okay. I'm afraid uh, they don't quite go back to all curses board. affecting. Yeah, it's not a curse. That's, that hmm. sucks. Okay. <laughs> So, um, I want you to share my vision with everyone. What are you talking about, Vimeris? All right, uh, Vimeris' vision is now in your handout section. You could read it out loud if we I... wanted to make this for stream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's whatever you like. I don't really want in there. I can do it. I can read it. It's also up on my screen. So stretching across a flattened wasteland, a single spire stretches above a pure white sand landscape. The spire has no door and only one window high up facing the south. Looking now in all directions, you see no structure, no river, no sea. A lone flag flies at the crest of the crumbling tower, a spider with protruding mandibles, green and pale. In the flitting wind, the spider's face becomes that of a woman. She makes eye contact with you and speaks in whispers. Look at what has been wrought. Waste and death. Your name must be written in the history of Federo. Now look down. Below the white sands, deep down beneath the desolate surface, you see the bodies of thousands lying still, their horrific final expressions somehow preserved exceptionally well. Your eyes linger over a few bodies specifically. A tiefling, a halfling, and a goliath. And I also explain how I still have this vision almost every night. And recently it's gotten stronger. The faces on the bodies have become quite clear. And they are yours. Hooray! Well, that sounds like a good reason to never go back to Federa, right? So good news is, Charity doesn't kill Burbage. Yeah! We already... I wasn't going to kill Burbage. Let's go somewhere nice and cold. I don't like the desert anyways. I think this is bigger than Federa. Well, it was a desert, though. 
at this, there's a kind of a commotion outside. Um, there's a, like a, a band that is struck up again, uh, and there's halflings that are gathered around the gates of uh, of this city. Um, and there seems to be someone dancing, uh, swords swirling around, somehow even just making music out of the air itself. Um, they are quite striking, quite beautiful as you sort of peer out of the wagon. Um, if you would like to, you, you could get closer and notice this. Anyways, I'm yep. sorry for not yeah, sharing no. this before. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand we we all have our own purposes and our own missions, but I do not know. Uh, Andy, is he... In the description of the vision, is there any description sort of of the, the face, the woman's face, that the spider becomes? Or can Damaris uh, provide more? Uh, it's it, it sort of just, yeah, it would be have like long hair, um, but that's about it. That's And it doesn't strike me as particularly looking like Behilet did when I saw her. No, not necessarily, no. Okay. Vimaris, when did you start having this vision? About a year ago. Huh. Alright, so that makes two of you who have had visions or commandments related to my impending death. Stormbringer, what have you got? <laughs> I got nothing except a desire to not go back to Federo. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, look at that cool person out there dancing with swords. <laughs> oh, that looks fun. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about this serious shit anymore. It's making me anxious. I don't like to get anxious. It's yeah. why I drink and steal. <laughs> well, at I least he woke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to make my way over to... Uh, that because I don't like thinking about my death. <laughs> Enjoyable. Um, at this point, TJ, if yes. you are there, I am. Would uh, and again, everyone, TJ is our guest um, player for a couple weeks here, um, playing uh, hello, a character hello. that I would like you Hi, to TJ. I would like you to describe now to the group. All right. So, um, my head is um a uh, very, very um, sort of uh, distinctly dressed um, female that you can see. Um, Middling height, um, darker skin tone, um, probably uh, closer to Middle Eastern skin tone than anything else. Um, She is wearing very striking armor. Um, It looks like it's a very highly stylized half plate, um, but it crosses the line almost between armament and ornament. Um, and it is also rather revealing. Um, it also um, should be noted that uh, Nehet, the way Nehet walks is particularly, um, how shall we say, it, it is meant to arouse interest. Um, she is carrying, um, she is armed with a scimitar um, that you can see. Um, and she uh, also has on a uh, light uh, cloak uh, that's uh, dark red. Um, other than that, uh, 
I should say that she's she's also she's got very very striking features, um, high angular cheekbones, um, a very uniquely attractive person. How's she built? Is she built like a normal? She human? actually she actually um, she's got um, quite prominent hips um, and a somewhat uh, narrower chest, um, and the way her armor is um, uh, crafted, uh, it looks like it's very much um, meant to show off um, uh, her um, her hips um, and also the way she walks um, it almost seems like it's a choreographed walk does she but does she like look tough like strong or like weak or like average she look well let me put it this way it would be difficult on first meeting her to imagine her in a full-on tavern brawl but she looks like she can um, take care of herself, particularly because she is carrying weapons, so one would assume that she knows how to use them on some level. Also, she does not look frightened or nervous in the slightest. I just want to know if she looks strong. She's 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 more petite than anything else. Okay. She's not going to, you know... Uh, yeah, she, she wouldn't be the first person you'd imagine in a tavern ball. And okay. what's, she, what's she doing right now? I don't know, Andy. What am I doing right now? You're doing a dance. Ah, yes. A um, beautiful, so, seductive dance. So, um, right Burbage, now... Burbage, you see Meepus not too far away, just enthralled with Nehit. Ugh. I'm gonna see Meepus. Just like... How does he never look? learn? Um, so as, as she's sort of um, doing her dance, um, you probably notice one or two things one it's pretty obvious she's using um some sort of um magical uh sound augmentation probably minor illusion um to sort of uh uh enhance this um particular performance she also um reveals that she is um not only carrying a scimitar but um a rather unique um looking whip which she sort of cracks in rhythmic fashion um, the dance she's doing is somewhere between actual sort of martial art and highly stylized choreographed dance moves. Um, she is also quite good, um, it would seem. I can give you a performance role, Andy, if you'd like. I would love it. Okay. Is there already, like, a crowd gathered? Like, yes. Half- halflings? Yes. Mostly halflings, but several people from the caravan. Then, Oh, god damn it! Yeah, I, I'm liking this this start. <laughs> Current on the performance, you all are just enthralled with this. It, you've never quite seen anything quite like it. She's throwing her scimitars in the air, catching them behind her back, uh, all being extremely deadly and extremely seductive at the same time. Um, going to lean into me, just be like, you might want to make sure that she's not a dryad first. <laughs> that didn't That's go great. Burbage, I was trying to give him actual, like, advice. <laughs> you guys need to shut up. I'm watching. Hey. Yeah, I met him. I, yeah, I met him yesterday. They're just, they're just beautiful, and they're very, very nice, and they're kind, and they don't throw people in the sea. I mean, I bet there are <laughs> some people who deserve it in the sea. Uh, Technically, we didn't throw you. Also true. He just kind of scoots away from me. Uh, 
and the dance sort of uh, the dance ends um, kind of abruptly, uh, almost as as a way to to get people to want more. So people are instantly th- throwing some copper and some silver uh, toward Nehit there. Sort uh, of so definitely catching it. I'll throw yeah, some. You, you. I'll throw some gold their way. Oh, gold should be. Um, we only had like an hour and a half. We should probably get the wagon over to the docks. I'm throwing them some gold. I'm gonna throw ten gold Ooh, in a pouch so... or just like coins being thrown at her. <laughs> just. Yeah, just a bunch of coppers. Just in coppers. Just like a... Just like hundred. That's a hundred. <laughs> no, a hundred is hundred. one gold. <laughs> That's like a thousand <laughs> coppers. No. You're trying to make I'll it rain it. with pennies. <laughs> I, I'll put it... Uh, it's in a pouch, all right? Okay. So you're, you're attempting to bludgeon. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, roll a ranged attack. I lay it at Nehet's feet, and I bow, and I say, that was a lovely dance. Well done. Have some gold. Also, you see that dwarf over there? I think he has a crush on you, but he's a total loser. So I'd stick clear him. He's kind of a creep, too. So... Uh, <laughs> They're referring to yeah. Meepus over yeah. here. <laughs> And that's uh, charity actually outlasted. Must you? Hey, I'm just trying to help out. Are you? So as you say, um, uh, as you sort of mention Nephis, um, um, Nahet's uh, kind of going to give you a uh, half smile and cock her head. And she's going to say, well, thank you for the kind compliments. But uh, I-, I know that Dorf. He and I are friends. I, I-, I think it is uh, quite flattering that he gives me his attentions. Meepus is your friend. She yes. probably is a dryad. Balance yeah. of probability suggests. I, I normal volume. Stormbringer doesn't really. Stormbringer doesn't do so. <laughs> yeah. The hat will sort of laugh and say, uh, uh, "No, no, I, I am not a dryad. I, I am uh, nowhere near as charming." I mean, I feel like that's what a dryad would say. Isn't that what the dryad and then on the ship said? Naked. I haven't tried to seduce anyone yet. I feel like that's what a dryad would say. <laughs> this is all sounding eerily similar to conversations that we may have had. Uh, Burbage, you can't get a good read on this person. Oh, this, I'm having yeah. flashbacks. Yeah, they, they, they feel... They, they feel skilled in deception, but you don't feel they're being deceptive? Does that make sense? So you're not exactly oh, sure yeah. what to make, yeah, of this. So Galadriel 2.0. Oh my god, <laughs> a little less intense. Wait, so Andy, do I also believe Nahet that Meepus is their friend? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, Meepus is a that. nice guy. <laughs> at that, Burbage is <laughs> Burbage is very confused about that and just is speechless. And he's just going to look back and forth between Nahet and Meepus. Because, like, Nahet seems like one of the coolest people Burbage has ever seen. <laughs> and Meepus is, like, the opposite. So, does not compute. Indeed. As you walk away, Nahet um, will thank you for your money and uh, shoot you a coy little wink. 
Uh, I I wink right back, but while also still looking confused about Meepus. So like it's like shrug. The rest of my face is confused, and like furrowed. My brows furrowed. So but the wink is like facial tick. (laughs) Yeah, the the wink is like an oasis of sexiness amongst Uh the confusion. Gotcha. (laughs) Charity sort of walking back to the cart. This can only end poorly. I'm gonna walk I'm over to Meepus. I'm not gonna fuck with dryads anymore. That was scary. That was terrible. Hey, Meepus. Oh my god, why Meepus. is he by. Why the hell is he by. Uh, no. Things happen. Burbage, I. Don't get this wrong, but. Uh, fuck you. Um, I'll see you on the ship. <laughs> yeah, fuck you too, dude. Yeah, I'll see you later. If I hear any of that. Fair. Uh, and Nehid, you uh, sort of noticed that. Um, these these people are uh, kind of in caravan wagons out here. That uh, this is probably the caravan that then your ship was expecting. Sounds good. Excellent. All right. So, um, and uh, yeah, I think I'm assuming our wagon like actually fits through the gates and everything. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say just I, I could tell that this was sort of a map scaling thing. So I'm like, okay, I, slightly. Yeah. I'm, I'm I want the mules in the wagon. <laughs> Nope, definitely. Yep. So, mush. Mush. <laughs> That's so graceful. <laughs> so you <laughs> your way uh, into town again uh, and go through sort of the main square. No, and we went through the, the people. Down through the docks. I am going to stop homes. in at the market for just a second. Um and purchase. And Ned, uh, you probably followed since this is a, a group yeah, that yeah, was going to go to your ship anyway. Um, I wasn't sure if my my cart was there. Purchasing some uh, sort of like religious, sort of devotional pieces. Sure. Are you trying to find a new god charity because Behelot's mean? I, I do not require a new god. However, there may be aspects of. Spells or other things which could still be of some use to the family. The Goliath gods are pretty cool, I guess. We do like storm magic. Like me. That's your guess. You do have fun storm powers. That do are you not wanna just... worship a Goliath god like me? I, I mean worship me. I have <laughs> no desire to worship any god. Charity. Oh, she sounded so sad. Quick question. But I will work in the service of our family, of which you're a part. So, okay. Overlap. That sounds good, too. So, yeah, uh, Andy, just as a note, I, um. Yep. Uh, I bought, uh, incense and some other sort of religious devotional supplies. Excellent. Yeah, the gnome that sold it to you is like, oh, thanks, come again. Yeah. She mean the halfling? That was a gnome, yeah. Weird. Um, but you start loading, um, everything is being loaded on a, a giant ship. Um, uh, one of the larger ships <laughs> that you've, you've kind of ever seen in your life. Um, it's, 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 it's huge. Um, let me, uh, let is, me get it and paste it here. Is, uh, Tellywood here? 
yes, Tellywood is certainly, yeah, on the ship. Um, I'm probably going go to go to her and say, given the fact that the ASMR were creepy just to any rational observer, and that their guard ended up being an Oni, might it be wise to search their persons and cart? I think it'd be easier if they just don't come down. Good with that, too. I, I could tie them up and talk to them. Whoa, that's a big boat. <laughs> but Maris is finally paying attention. Whoa, big boat. Whoa, where did that come from? The sea. Oh. Um, yeah, so so everyone's um, loading it. Uh, you don't see the Azamark actually come down um, from their uh, from their kind of hotel room yet. Outside, there's still uh, their cart that is sitting there waiting for them, but uh, no one has seen them come down yet. Is their cart forfeit if they don't show up in time for the boat? Uh, it's stealing. <laughs> no, it's forfeit. It's, I don't know. I mean, however you justify it. Yes, of course. Awesome. The law is just semantics anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you you um, get onto kind of the main uh, uh, docks here. Uh, whenever you want, to, you feel free to sort of move on to the actual ship you want, if you want. Do, do we need to, like, replenish any supplies or anything before we leave? That's up to you. How long is uh, the trip? Uh, if you ask Tellywood, she'll tell you, oh, it's uh, it's only supposed to be about five days. I, and we'll cover a lot of ground. I, I would turn to them like... We'll be in Koholnia. Mm. Thank you. I would recommend if any of you are running low on rations or water or otherwise that you do that, although we still have the... Pat the barrel. Still have the barrel. Um, though we should probably check that just to make sure amounts. Um, but, like, Vimeris has been creating water in that a lot, so... Yeah, oh, yeah, start. it's, it's yeah. full. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I wanna... Uh, I would recommend that people might buy a few rations um, just so we don't have to tap into party supplies. I haven't been eating my rations anyway because of Vimeris's goodberry spell. And the and the furbolgs were cooking and for the us. furbolgs cooking, yeah. Boat might have food too. I'm not sure I'd count on that, but do as you will. You have a lot of. Do you, guys, do, you guys, do you think I should buy a replacement hooded lantern? Because I yeah. tried throwing mine into the Oni's black hole. Did yours break? It broke. It did yeah. break. Oh, did I could have fixed that. <laughs> But that was also the first time I'd ever even tried using it, so maybe I don't need one. I mean, if you also picked it up and brought it back over, you can still mend it. And also, have you been uh, concealing yourself, Burbage? Or do you recall your devious plan from the night before? I think he's just been in the cart. I mean, we've all been in the cart coming over. (laughs) Yeah, I'm being stealthy. I'm trying to hide myself. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, give me a stealth roll. I bought, uh, as a note, Andy, I bought a few, uh, a few more rations, like as cool. I was buying the incense. 
Beautiful. All right, yeah, you feel pretty stealthy. Thank you. Pretty, pretty, pretty stealthy. All right, yeah, I'm I'm not going to walk back to get my lantern, and I don't feel like buying a new one, so I doubt the need for one will come up. Yeah. Uh, as you look on the boat, you do see uh, Nehet has uh, gotten on the boat. Um, and Nehet, you've, been, you've certainly been on this boat before. You kind of came in on the boat and have uh, just spent the night then in town. Uh, and then you're about to set out again with uh, everyone. Yeah, it, it definitely, uh, it looks like she's pretty at ease. She's sitting against the mast, so. Beautiful. You so, guys, yeah. dryads love their boats. I'm not sure we should get on with her. That is concerning. That was not a good, I mean, the boat got really mad at us. Yeah, got really mad at Meepus, too. Really mad at Meepus. I mean, Meepus will be with us, right? So maybe maybe she'll just get mad at Meepus. It's not us, it's Meepus. Yeah. <laughs> I want that t-shirt, too. It's not you, it's Meepus. Meepus. All right, so you load onto the dock. Um, strong, sturdy, half-laid hands help you uh, carry ev- everything uh, on and get the get the mules down below. Um, everyone's everyone's uh, caravan basically fits in the hull of this ship, uh, and you are um, sort of free to walk about. You haven't seen the captain yet, um, but there's certainly um, humans and elves mostly working uh, on the ship uh, as as deckhands and the like. Have the ASMR shown up? Not. How much time is there until we're supposed to set sail? Uh, it, like ten minutes. Okay, we're not checking that. Also, Burbage is probably on the ship. I don't think Burbage like hopped out of the cart as we were loading it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So you are on the ship. Uh, the sounds of the city, sort of, um, the sounds of the town, really, sort of. It's softer and softer behind you Hooray. as waves take over most of the the sounds that you hear. Calm seagulls. And then bursting from the captain's quarters of this massive ship, uh, you see a, uh, a kind of a small cloaked figure who starts in a very soft kind of whisper giving orders. Um, hey, could you uh, mend the sail? Okay, thanks. Uh, get ready to raise the anchor? Okay, thanks. Uh, so this appears to be the captain. Is everyone jumping to those orders? Yes, easily. Yeah. Yep. Very okay. I, I have no problems. Uh, and this cloaked figure sort of wanders over uh, to the rest of you uh, and says, well, well, welcome to my ship. And you see like a large black beak protruding from underneath this this hooded, caped figure. Uh, and he, he sort of lifts the, the hood back and this giant, uh, like, gold and red and orange and blue plumage sort of erupts from this. And he says, uh, my name is... Make ready the sails, Mr. Hislop! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, so I, I didn't that catch you... that. Oh, you! I'm sorry. My name is. Make ready the sails, Mr. Islop. 
Make is... ready the sales, Mr. Aesop? Hislop. No, sorry. Yeah. Hislop. Is your, is your name just the Mr. Hislop part? No, no, it's... Uh, the whole thing? Make ready the uh, sales, Mr. Hislop. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> it was so... Your name. It was your name I heard. Uh, sort of coming to life as, as a newborn. Uh... That's huh. a fine that, name. I, I'm like that is that's a very fine name. I'm Charity. Yeah. Oh, thank you, uh, Charity. Nice to meet you. Um, you know my name, so. Uh, uh, yes. I'm thank, yeah, it if is you a, need if you need anything, uh, just let me know. It's a pleasure Wait, to meet you. I had a didn't make ready the sales, make ready Mr. The Hislop. sales Mr. Hislop. Yes. I had a concern. Yes. Yes. I feel like you might have a dryad on this boat, and dryads do bad things on boats. Are you oh. as you say that? <laughs> I'm looking at make ready the sales, Mr. Hislop. That's Captain Make Ready the Sales, Mr. Hislop, to yeah. you. <laughs> oh, that's that's quite the accusation, young lady. Uh, uh, don't worry, uh, we'll make a thorough search of the ship uh, before before making way. Uh, I promise nothing will be on the ship that is, doesn't belong here. Uh, what if what if it belongs here, but it's still scary? Oh, well, I suppose all of us are a little scary in our own right. Yeah, that's true. I am scary. Nodding. I was talking about myself. Okay. Have well. a good day. You too. Make ready to sail, yeah. Mr. Hislop. Captain, make ready he, to sail, Mr. Hislop. He sort of hops uh, sort of away to kind of the crow's nest and then begins to climb it. Uh, but he climbs by, like, uh, like latching his beak onto the top rung and then, like, bringing up sort of his, like, ta- talons and then latching his beak onto the next rung and bringing up his talons. This may be the most adorable thing you've ever described to me in D&D, Andy. <laughs> His uh, beautiful plumage is now very visible, as are he has three different um, rapiers uh, sort of tied to his back. Um, yeah, he's... Detecting <laughs> magic, detecting magic. Uh, all three are magical. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn to Stormbringer. I'm not sure he was kidding. I think he might actually be scary. Oh. Cool. We can be scary together. Yeah. Um, also, I'm I'm going to like a sudden memory clicks for me, um, and I am going to run over to Vimeris, uh, having mixed up some of that anti seasickness tonic. Yes. From my herbalism kit, be like here, 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 here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I drink it. The ship itself is large enough that it almost doesn't seem to be rocking as much in the waves. Which is nice. It yeah, feels but he a has, more stable. He has, he, has a, he has a couple of doses of that, just in case. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, very nice. Uh, and then, after everything has been uh, loaded, um, the, make ready the sales, Mr. Hislop has, has given a couple uh, more orders to, to actually raise the anchor, and he's giving kind of a safety demonstration very quickly uh, as this giant giant parrot, small parrot person. Uh, he's saying, yes, this is starboard, and this is uh, aft back here, um, and just, if, if need be, I'll, I'll let you know uh, which side you need to jump off of, or um, well, really, that's f- no, I mean, my ship's big enough, no one ever comes near us, so it should, it should just be fine. 
and with this, the boat begins to move, uh, and many halfling children um, uh, are on the shore, sort Damn of it. waving. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I was seeing yeah, the this token, and I was just like, "Really, Andy? That's not no. on us." <laughs> no, that's good. Um, you do also see the Azamar have made their way down to shore now that the boat is leaving. They're standing there. Um, and something very unnerving on their faces. It is, it is no longer a smile. They are looking directly at you guys, and their faces are pure rage. Their mouths are agape. Their eyes are wide, and it almost looks like they're trying to just murder you with their silent screams. Anywho, I don't care. <laughs> bye bye. That's horrifying. Uh, yeah, you maybe even say that, Nahit. Uh, and um, actually, at this, I'm also going to like actually blow a kiss back at them. <gasps> they, if they could look more enraged, they do. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. For more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com. Or follow us on Twitter, at HelpfulGoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch, where we are HelpfulGoat, or on YouTube at HelpfulGoatGaming. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.